Hey guys, this is Emily Roman and Jesse. Arrojave. Episode two. I still, still can't. Yeah, I still, still can't, can't do it. it. Still I still. It. She's trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Not really. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I am. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, crafting lead magnets and how to attract your ideal client for your tax business. So, Jesse, let's talk about um, what is an actual lead magnet and why is it such an important piece of marketing yeah. uh, when it comes to attracting clients into your business? It's a great question. So uh, specifically with lead magnets, I like to go into more of the niche part, but okay. it doesn't necessarily have to be niche. But a lead magnet is a free resource, a free gr a free resource or a free guide that you give away in exchange for that name, that phone number and email. Yeah. Because that and you know, in marketing, that's gold. Yeah. Right. And so what you'll traditionally see on websites and it just blows my mind is they're not really putting any effort into attracting or engaging people. Right. So if a, a website visitor comes to your website and you don't have any way to engage them or capture that information and they leave, that's a missed opportunity. Facts. Like when are you when are you going to get them back? Yes. Right. Unless you do some retargeting or whatnot. But yes. it, it's very difficult. So, OK, what we want to do is optimize. Yeah. What we have within the website to make sure that we're engaging. Right. So that is as simple as creating a, a lead magnet that's specific to a niche. Yeah. What's great about what we're doing within the tax marketing mastery program is we're embedding three lead magnets for each website um, that we customize for each uh, tax professional. One that's high producing is how to write off almost anything. Right, like That's people sexy. wanna know, how do I write off my phone? How yeah. do I write off my home office? How do I do all these things? Yeah. And so we created a guide that helps them understand the type of things that they can write off, um, just to give them an idea of, you know, you know, everyday life, like what does that look like? Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of go back before Sweet. we talk about lead magnets and all of the things. Um, most of you are probably relying on word of mouth and referrals, Yes. right? And because of that, um, you probably don't even know anything about nurturing. You probably don't know anything about actually capturing leads and why is that important, right? Um, so s eventually, it's going to get to a point where referrals are not going to be um, your best resource for growing your business, especially if you want to take it to the next level. You yeah, want to. It's, it's like slow growth, right? Slow it, growth. It's, it's growth. Like it's, it's good it's, growth. It's, it's good growth. Yes. But it's, it's just slow. Yes. And I know a lot of tax pros. They're expecting like, hey, how do I knock it out of the park? Exactly. I'm, I'm not trying to go and grow like 10, 15 percent, yes. or maybe a dip. Like, what does that look like? So yes. I just wanted to emphasize that. And so, with with that being said, there are certain metrics in marketing that we use to basically set up goals of growth. And one of them is actually how many leads you have in your business. Because yeah. if you have leads, right, um, you have the ability to nurture those leads and eventually turn them into customers. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really important that we start there because yeah. um, lead generation is really going to be the engine of your entire entire sales pipeline. Like your sales processes cannot live without your lead generation. Um, a lot of you guys, like I said, don't even have this particular part even set up. Yeah. Um, so it's important that you start thinking about what is what is a lead? What is a customer? How do I acquire them? Where how, do I get them exactly, from? Exactly. How do you acquire a lead? So if leads are the, th are the, the title that we use to uh, define a person that could be a customer, 
how do we even get them to that particular point, right? Yeah. Um, so this is why lead magnets are so important because like this, the, the term states is basically attracting leads into your business. Uh, so one of the best ways to do this is by providing resources and education, um, not just about your business. And I want you guys to really give you a warning basically mm -hmm. like don't create lead magnets that are about your business like oh here's a pdf about <laughs> all our services all of our services yeah. yeah like you can have that but that shouldn't be your main lead magnet because you're not it's basically like bait like yeah. if you go fishing yeah. um that's the wrong bait for fishing right <laughs> yeah. so what you want to do is you want to provide like uh, resources like you were talking about mm -hmm. that are sexy, that are attractive to the actual potential customer. So going back to niche like marketing and actually understanding who you're working with yeah. is really important because you can use the pain points to start creating lead magnets, right? Um, so the two two things two things on that that I that, that I really love that you that you alluded to. Uh, number one is. When it comes to the, the lead magnets, you're doing one thing in particular. You're proving your expertise. You're proving mm -hmm. how much you know. Yeah. That, that ju that's just as important as it is to acquire that customer's name, yes. phone, or an email. Yeah. Because that's their first interaction with you. And to your point, like the customer journey, right? They have that lead magnet. They download the lead magnet. Then you have that automation in place. But that's the opportunity to, you know, to communicate those values, right? It's going to be one, two, three, four, five, maybe six touch points before they make a decision. So how are you kind of guiding them along the way? What value are you adding in those lead magnets in that follow-up sequence to make sure that you're showcasing, hey, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If something on email one or in that first video, it didn't resonate with you, then something in second or third or fourth might. And it's important to have the ability to funnel them or herd them into your ecosystem because yeah. otherwise you don't have the opportunity to get that second touch point, get yeah. that third touch yeah, point. exactly. Um, I always say that lead magnets and generating leads is almost like, yeah, like you wouldn't marry somebody off the street the, the very moment that you see them, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, you, you go through all of these different phases or stages of dating. So it's almost like you have to look at clients and, and generating clients and that client journey, like a dating journey, yeah. like, you know, you get to know them, you give them information about your business. Um, but you also want to make sure that they feel like you're basically reading their mind, right? Like, oh my gosh, like the pain points. How do they know that? How, How do, they, do they, know they know that? Like if you can, if you can get people to say that or ask that question with your content, you're golden. Um, so with that being said, give me three things that you recommend people um, to do to create relevant and valuable lead magnets. So the one thing that I like to do and kind of spoke about it a lot is going niche specific, yes. right? Thinking about those strategies that are specific to a niche. But beyond that, I think it's important to, you know, the customers that come to your office, the ones that you have conversations with, like what are they constantly asking about? Yes. Like, is it, is it a, like for a business, is it a cash flow problem? Like, yeah. is, is that the questions that they're asking? Is, is uh, for an individual taxpayer, is it the child tax credit? Like, start to create some content around that. Start to be the thought leader. Start to yes. be more of that person. Like, if, if, if you were to come across an issue or a challenge from a tax perspective, I want to feel like I need, you need to be that first person I talk to. And you get that by building that rapport, by building those connections along the way with those, you know, with what you're sharing, what you're, you know, you're proving your expertise. And in that follow up, you're sharing more of what yeah. you do and how you can help. Yeah, I love that. Um, so with that being said, 
we have a lead magnet. We mm -hmm. created the lead magnet based on the pain points. I also wanted to add something. The third one is sure. um, talk about the seasons that are relevant to your client, right? Yeah. So like when when they have to file for taxes, like I know for uh, certain businesses, like you have to file taxes every quarter. You have to pay taxes every quarter. So like if you are getting ahead of the game, put yourself ahead of everyone mm -hmm. else by preparing them. Hey, uh, here is a lead magnet for businesses that have to pay taxes on a quarterly basis. What are the guides there? So yeah. if you become that specific, now all of a sudden you start actually elevating your thought leadership, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, one one big thing that happens, and I, I hate it when it happens, um, and I have a lot of conversations with tax pros about it. They'll do, you know, whatever kind of marketing they'll do, let's say between January and April, right? Um, and then the off season, when it, whether it's May to November, they don't really do much outreach. They don't really have, they put themselves in a position where they're creating content and yeah. attracting that kind of yeah. customer. So how do you nurture that prospect throughout the year, right? Yeah. Like if you're tax professionals or it's a seasonal business, a lot of them do offer other services. But if you're focused on the core, which is, you know, your, 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 your tax preparation business, like that lead magnet that someone downloads in June, how do you nurture that prospect all the way to November or December to ensure that that person's doing you know their taxes? You know what? I almost you? feel like we need to stop saying that tax professionals is like a seasonal business. Okay. I, I think that that's a um, misunderstanding. And I'm, okay. I'm about to start throwing rocks yeah. at, at people, okay? Th throw them, please. Um, because if you, if you have that mindset that your business is seasonal, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to stop doing business when tax season is over yeah. and you're, and you're going to be chilling at home doing whatever you do, right? Because tax season is over. Instead of thinking that your business should be active and alive and ready to go from January to December, ex but with the difference that every single month is going to be yeah. different in your business. So there are certain different focuses that you're going to have, you know, in July versus January, yeah. obviously. So maybe we should stop making it seem like it's a seasonal business. And to your point early on, it's a mindset thing. Like yeah. you really have to embody, you know, how you want to grow your business. What are you doing in the off season? Yeah. Like how are you growing your list? Yeah. How are you positioning yourself within your market? Are you going to Chamber of Commerce events in your in your area? Exactly. Are you doing like PTA stuff with yes. like kids? Like these are all opportunities within your network. Right during those months that may not be like high tax season months, but you're still putting in the grind, putting in the effort to make sure that hey, by the time I get to November, I'm probably gonna have a two, three, four thousand person list that potentially can work with me. Yeah, and by the way, guys, um, in the description below, we're gonna have a link to an actual uh, marketing sales calendar for your business, so that you have an idea of what you should be focusing on every single month going forward. Okay, uh, so anyways, speaking about that's a lead magnet, by the way. <laughs> We're using it, right? Um, so now you have a lead magnet. You created it. You you're doing amazing with it. Where do you put it? How do you deliver that? Like what? It, like what? What happens? What happens there? Yeah. Uh, so two key places to put it. Obviously, you want to have it on your website, yeah. right? When when someone comes in there, they want to feel like okay. Not only are you doing individual tax prep, but you can also position yourself like, hey, I specialize in this kind of taxes. Here, download this free, you know, uh, tax strategy about real estate agents and how you can whatever, right? Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Um, also from a Facebook side, like if you're creating ads on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, yeah. right? That is a really, really easy way to create an ebook, create the yeah. strategy, have them download that, and then you're starting that sequence of automation to make sure you yeah. follow up and so forth. So those are primarily um, really strong ways to, to attract uh, 
customers who are looking to to get that value. Yeah. Um, now, aside from like like an ebook within, let's say, a website or 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 an ad itself. Yeah. You can do like a, like a video replay, if you yeah. will, right? Like you're talking about something similar to this, right? Like three to five minutes about key strategies that within an ad. Um, you can go ahead and say, hey, go ahead and download the full clip, right? Yeah. I showed you one Not strategy. Not like a sneak preview. Yeah, 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 like a little sneak preview. I, I shared you the first little tip, yeah. the first gem. Yeah. Now download the full thing to make sure you can get yeah. all the rest of these gems. But it does require that name, that phone number, and email that we'll be able to use later, later down the road. Awesome. So let's kind of move into the final point, which is measuring the success of your lead magnets, right? Yeah. Because now you have... First of all, I think one of the biggest uh, measurements of success is actually getting that email address, that contact yeah. information. Because like now you have the ability to nurture yeah. this prospect or this lead. Uh, That's top of funnel, right? Like, yeah. And it, it, yeah. It, sometimes it's difficult to get top of funnel. Yeah. I mean, and as they kind of segue down, uh, because you're, you're, you're working within, you know, Facebook, Instagram and trying to hone in on what's yeah. the audience. And a lot of the times tax pros, they, they've. When it comes to ads in particular, I know we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, later on. Um, they, they feel a little jaded, right? Like, yeah. you know, they boosted a post that didn't work or, yeah. you know, they, they got some agency that did the bare minimum generalistic type of stuff that just yeah. doesn't convert. But I think it's important that like, as a business owner, that you actually get educated on the expectations of mm. agencies, of, of lead magnets, of marketing strategies. Like what is the true expectation? Yeah. Uh, because sometimes, uh, you know, as, I don't see them having these expectations correct. They, yeah, they, they, they don't. Uh, they, they just sometimes, and, and I've, I've had some that, that they do manage their expectations, yeah. they understand, but you know when they, when they join and we're saying, hey, we can generate these amount of leads consistently for you yeah. using these kind of strategies. Okay, but that's one part of the puzzle, yes. right? Like, there's a sales component in every business. Facts. Right. So like if, if the lead comes in, what are you doing? Well, you know, are you calling on time? It, it, are you calling within five minutes of that lead coming in? Yes. Right. Because that's that response yes. time is is key on that sales call. How are you presenting yourself? Yeah. Because it's not just the leads like and, and we've gone through experiences where, you know, we've gotten customers a lot of leads, but that that part was missing. Like we need to also share what it's like to, to sell. Right. Yeah. Because th that, that's in every business. So yes. um, within the tax marketing master program, which is really cool, something we do is really instill some of those uh, like the sales scripts within their, their, their current business structure to ensure that there, there no leads go um, like they're handling it the right way. Yeah, because I think that a lot of people um, like business owners, they're really good at what they do, but you may not really have the sales yeah. skill sets to actually hop on a call and do the selling. So that that tool is extremely valuable. So let's segue into the final point about measuring the success of your lead magnet. Yes. Um, what are some maybe two to three points that you can tell me right now about measuring that lead magnet and its success? Yeah. So like we said, we want to make sure that we focus on the downloads, right? Yes. The, the leads that come in. Uh, we also want to look, make sure that they're converting, right? Like make sure that there's that, that sequence, that journey yes. is, is fitting the mold, right? Like they're connecting there, they're connecting here. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, you might have to make adjustments along the way, whether it's the lead magnet, whether it's, you know, a landing page that you take them to after, or maybe the email sequence yeah. uh, to make sure that, you know, that they are converting because tax rules at the end of the day, they want to see that return on investment. I'm putting a lot of value up front. Yeah. I, I want to make sure that I can, I can calculate that or make that a little bit more tangible. So um, I, I think the third thing for me would also be 
the the time of conversion like from from yeah. from lead magnet to an actual customer i think it's um it's important to understand that that uh, that metric i wouldn't call it necessarily a uh, a success metric right mm -hmm. because either way they're going to convert into a customer um, but really like the the time to convert is important like you as you start getting these leads let's say you get a hundred leads for example and you start noticing that these leads take maybe two to three weeks to nurture that is a huge uh it's a critical piece of data that um, a lot of business owners don't even really think about. Yeah. Um, and how to either quicken or speed up that conversion metric, right? Like that conversion process. Do you need to add more emails to to the you know to the workflow, or do you need to um, add more phone calls? Do you need to add yeah. text messaging? Um, which, by the way, our marketing platform does absolutely all of that, all of that. for you. Um, so I would say you know take a look at obviously downloads, like you said, take a look at the workflows mm -hmm. that we have and also start looking into how long does it take for a lead to become a customer? Because that will give you more of a realistic um, view of where you are in your business and your sales pipeline um, so that you don't get like, you know, yeah. these false expectations as yeah. to like, oh, I'm supposed to bet. Like I got a lead. Now I'm supposed to have a customer yesterday. You know, like, no, it takes around three, three weeks for you to convert. And, and keep in mind that the, the tax preparation challenges is a little different because if someone does, for instance, download that lead magnet in May yeah. and that person already did their taxes, yeah. they're not looking for an amendment or any exactly. bookkeeping. Yeah. Like, okay, what am I doing in the next six months to make sure that I'm in front of their yes. face, that I'm sharing that yes. value? Like that that's a challenge for a lot of tax pros. And so I understand how in the, in, in the off season, right? In yeah. the off season. Um, they focus more maybe on bookkeeping because bookkeeping you can sell all year round. Yes. Right. Yes. Or, or credit repair you can sell yes. all year round. So that's why I understand those those services. Um, but it's important to make sure that you understand like, hey, it might take a little longer. And so we have to be creative in and how top we're of in, mind. Yeah, top of mind. If you're in, think about the uh, like if you go to Adidas or Nike.com and you sign up for a twenty percent off yeah. or something, they're in your inbox every single day after that forever. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Forever. Yes. But the goal is, hey, I, I see you got the 20% discount. Yeah. I'm going to be in your inbox. It's a very non-intrusive way of saying, hello. And like, you know I'm what? Here. You can also run ads. And we'll talk about ad strategies in another episode. Um, and I kind of want to wrap it up here because we can go into this yeah. for a very long time. Um, but you can also do very inexpensive retargeting ads after you have them on your list. Yeah. Like you could just have like maybe like two to three dollars a day a yeah. little video that yeah. comes up and like you know hey my name is emily and i this is my blah 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 you know business yeah. and you know kind of just be again top of mind that's where that's where i think a lot of people kind of miss miss the mark yeah. um all right so that is it for uh crafting lead magnets and uh you know just a quick uh, brief strategies on how to measure success and where to put them. Um, if you want more information on how to do this and what is the right strategy for your business, make sure you join our Facebook group. We'll leave a link somewhere around here, below, below somewhere. somewhere. And, um, you know, you can feel free to introduce yourself and then reach out to one of our team members so that we can go ahead and guide you um, based on where you are in business today. Awesome. We do a lot of fun workshops, live workshops, resources, guides like you guys will absolutely love it. Um, and again, there's 
a lot of really smart, you know, people who have been in the industry for a long period of time that understand the things that you need to do to be successful. So networking, super, super excited about that. Uh, go ahead and join that Facebook group. We'll, we'll share more information on kind of the things that we're doing. So you kind of stay updated, um, but would love nothing more than to help out.